Welcome to the latest edition of the Views from the Wings podcast. I'm Nishan Ryan and here with Aaron Palacios. And, you know, we're at the end of the preseason and a few days ago. And now you see teams starting to make, make cuts. And, you know, the Eagles, they just made some interesting cuts about maybe an hour ago. They ended up cutting Travis Fulgham and John Hightower. And they're essentially saying that they're going to keep J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, which is an interesting move, you know. We really didn't hear from all three of those guys throughout camp. I think Adam Kaplan, he said that um, Fulgham had a really good Tuesday, but that was pretty much all we heard about him. So now the wide receiver core said it's Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, Greg Warden, uh, JJ Arteco Whiteside. So they might add one through. They might bring a guy onto the practice squad and then elevate him, or they'll they might end up trading for a guy. So the wide receiver's position is set. What are your thoughts on it and everything that happened? Yeah, um, I was uh, I wasn't too surprised that um, JJ made the team back in a couple months ago. I actually thought he would make the team, but I didn't expect Fulgham to get a cut. I thought it was going to include Fulgham, and actually, I thought I thought would eventually uh, find his way off the team, but um, he's figured out a way to, to stick up here the wide receiver four. And I mean, the top three are obviously Quez, um, Smith and Smith and Rager. And I didn't really expect Quez Watkins either to, to make that leap. I actually, um, I had him off the, off the team back, uh, back whenever we first started in the summer. Yeah. I, I really didn't expect that at all. And I don't think many people expected, um, Especially out of him and Hightower, I think most people thought Hightower would be the be the guy to come through. But um, was Watkins obviously helped himself tremendously with this with his camp and you know the joint practices. Um, didn't get a did a little obviously uh, week one preseason where he took it to the house on that crazy that crazy long touchdown. But um, as far as you know, as far as the wide receiver position, it looks like they're probably only going to keep five. Um, I don't, I don't see a way they, I mean, they're not going to bring, not going to bring anyone, you know, off the street or anything. So it's going to be five wide receivers there and JJ will be the fifth guy. And um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they all kind of play out uh, and how, how they kind of deploy them each. Um, I imagine Watkins will start on the outside mm-hmm. and then Smith will probably alternate in the slot, but um uh, Watkins is, a, is not your prototypical like X receiver either, so um, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see how they how they how they play them all. Yeah, and then you know going back to the preseason, we really didn't see the the whole offense together. Like Jalen Hurts only played two series, and then he he didn't play in the second preseason game against the Patriots because of his um, he had a stomach bug, and then like basically nobody played in the third preseason game. So, yeah, it's, um, honestly, I, do, I, I don't know what to expect from this team. Like, cause they didn't have, I think you heard Nick Sirianni say that, um, they, they're basically, they use the joint practices with the Patriots and the Jets as like a preseason game. So maybe, hopefully they're not rusty going into week one against Atlanta, but if they are, it's going to be like, what was the point of not playing them? You could have just played them 
could have at least played them for like maybe a quarter, quarter and a half, maybe in the whole first half or something. So yeah, yeah, no. If they if they come out and start slow versus Atlanta, God forbid they lose against Atlanta. That's all we're gonna hear about is that you know they lost because you know they didn't play them and you know criticism thrown on Sirianni for not playing the starters and I think there's going to be a lot of excuses made for you know the team if if they do in fact play poorly that week one and it's going to be you know they didn't play the preseason but you know the other side is that other side of that is going to care if they win you know if they win week one and you know it's not even going to be a story so um I think yeah. the good they, they got out of there you know relatively healthy you know they didn't lose anyone um you know they still you know they had some camp injuries like Ryan Kerrigan he had surgery um I'm not sure what his timetable is. Um, I don't think they've activated him. They obviously activated McLeod um, off the pup. Um, who else did they bring back? Just uh, they brought they brought him back with McLeod. They took oh uh, Landon Dickerson. There you go. Yep, Landon Dickerson. So um, that's that's good. That's good for their their offensive line depth. Yeah. Um, to me, I think they keep probably ten offensive linemen. Uh, yeah. Maybe nine. Um, it kind of depends what they do with Brett Toth. Or Toth. Um, I know it's a guy they've liked a lot. Um, and obviously um he got trade not not Toth, but um oh uh our good friend Matt Pryor got traded to uh the Colts for that the pick swap, so he's obviously not gonna be in the picture. Um he wasn't that good, like the games no. that he played and he kept on getting like he was a turnstile. Mm-hmm. Yep. And from what I heard he was good in practice, like he was always like always yeah. Practice, but in the game, I mean, he was just—he wasn't even a good run blocker. And a guy his size and that's not good at pass protection, he should probably be a pretty good run blocker. But uh, um, I think as far as offensive line, you're going to see uh, Dillard, Mylotta, Johnson, Driscoll at the tackles. Mylotta mm-hmm. uh, is going to be the starter there, and then at the guards, uh, say Malu Dickerson, Brooks. Um, and I probably – I don't know what they're going to do there. That's why I think they're probably going to keep Toth because yeah. I don't think Dickerson's health is going to be. Well, uh, Nate Herbig is still in the fold, so they might – Right, right. Yep. They might use him like guarder tackle. Like, uh-huh. like I think he did last year, so. Sure, sure. yep, sure. Um, I think he's probably your backup center there too, so he's going to be your guard center. Um, Dickerson, I think Dickerson, you know, he can play some center. I don't know if, what they're going to do with him though. You know, since he's been hurt, I don't know if they're even going to cross-train him there. So, um, I think those are probably your offensive linemen there. And then, obviously, you know, your starters, Jason Kelsey and Brandon Brooks, say Amalu in the, on, on the interior. Anywhere from nine to ten offensive linemen. Um, yeah. Depends what they do with Toth. If they, you know, if they want to feel really good about Dickerson's health, um, if Toth's probably out of here. Yeah, that's – usually keep around nine to ten offensive linemen, so – We'll be somewhere especially, around there. Especially with the injuries they had last year. Um, yeah. Guys, you know, on the offensive line. They could elevate guys on the the practice squad. The practice squad hasn't been – it's not fully completed yet, but mm-hmm. in the next few days we'll end up knowing about who's going to be – who's there and who who's going to be, like, you know, elevated to the uh, active roster. Mm-hmm. And going back, you mentioned a trade, a trade that happened, I think, on Saturday – was Gardner Minshew getting traded to the Eagles? Yes, sir. That was a very my boy interesting move. I didn't expect that to happen. Like, I think they had to do it because Nick Mullins fucking sucked. He was <laughs> terrible. Like, mm. 
I don't know how Kyle Shanahan is is like a quarterback whisperer because he made that guy look incredible when he was mm-hmm. filling in for CJ Beathard and um, Jimmy G. Yeah, we, I mean, we went over we went over his stats whenever we signed him, and his stats. Were, I mean, he's got pretty good QB three, yeah. but uh, he's terrible. Yeah, so he's probably Gardner Minshew is probably going to be quarterback three behind Hertz and Flacco, and you know, there's always that that part of Eagles Twitter will be like, oh, if Jalen Hurts doesn't perform well, then maybe. Gardner Minshew can be will be replacing like people you know people hate on Gardner Minshew. I don't think he's a good good quarterback, but when he's gotten like when he replaced Nick Foles in twenty nineteen with the Jags, he played he played pretty well. I think he he got them to like maybe like a five hundred record. Like he was he was really good, and then yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. I know I talked up Nick Mullins too, but I mean, I've, I've always been a huge Gardner Minshew fan. You know, back when he was uh, at WSU, I, I really liked him there. Yeah. He, he kind of has got that, he's kind of got that Baker Mayfield type of swag to him. Um, yeah. Which, you know, you may or may not like that. I like, I like, I like his, you know, personality and all that. Um, and, you know, just looking at the raw numbers and this is not a good Jaguars team, man. And in 20 games, 20 starts, 37 touchdowns, 11 picks. Um, throwing just under 800 passes, uh, QB rating 93, 240 yards per game passing. I mean, his, his QB record seven and 13, obviously not great, but, uh, like you said, when he took over for, for Foles, Foles was terrible. The offense was terrible. He comes in, they go six and six, they're a 500 team, you know, um, you know, down the stretch. So I think I like Gardner Minshew, man. I think that if anything happens to Jalen Hurts, something catastrophic where he's out all year, I think you go with Gardner Minshew and or he just sucks, like yeah. Or play well at all. <laughs> See, yeah, and that, that's a possibility to, too. People, sorry for interrupting, but no, go ahead. People need to understand. Like I know Tom; he's a very big like he's a very big Jalen Hurts guy. Like they people like him. They need to they need to entertain the possibility of Jalen Hurts not playing well at all. Like you can't just expect him to play well, but not expect him to play bad. Like it's a part of a, being a quarterback. Like you need to expect the worst. Like being a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you always expect the worst whenever anything happens. Like when a player is injured, you see them are like, "Oh, he's going to be out for the year." So you just need to have. I think people like him need to temper their expectations a little bit because I've been saying this for like the past few months. Like Eagles, they better get. They have to get off to a good start. If they're like two and four or one and five, like. A lot of questions are going to be asked about Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. And mm-hmm. if they do start off with a 1-5 or 2-4 or four record, that's going to plant seeds of doubt into the, into the front office, especially to Harry Roseman. And they're probably going to start be looking for the next franchise quarterback, whether it be trading for a guy or either drafting one in the 2022 draft. So, yeah, it's like – yeah. And- and the upside to, to playing Gardner Minshew is you have him for another year. Um, yeah. so you can see if he's going to be that long-term backup, you know, that type of guy who can, who can come in and win a couple of games because uh, I'm sorry, people love to, to pump up J- Jalen Hurts' stats from last year. And I, you know, I've done it too. You know, he's got, he's had some good stats from last year and it's fine to pump those up. But at the same time, if you look at Gardner Minshew's stats, if Jalen Hurts through eight games of 20, you know, of 2021 season has 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, you know, 
20, a little over 2,000 yards passing, people are going to go crazy. They're going to say, I mean, that's a, that is an outstanding, you know, eight game, first eight games of the season for Jalen Hurts. If he has, you know, a pace of 30, 30 plus touchdowns, 10 picks, 4,000 yards passing halfway through the season, people are going to, you know, go crazy over that. Well, that's, that's what Gardner Minshew did last year. And, and he's QB three. So, I mean, Jalen Hurts is going to have to produce, man, because if, if you have your QB three who's producing that way, when he gets on the field, I mean, obviously he's doing something right. And I know stats aren't everything. I know he's had problems with fumbles and, you know, he's, it, there's a lot of those games they are losing. It's a lot of probably a lot of it's garbage time and that's fine. But a lot of the games last year, you know, the Eagles were not all that competitive, you know, so it, it's possible where Jalen Hurts gets his own, his own garbage time stats. So it's to me, to me, I think that, you know, if Jalen Hurts doesn't come out and produce on the field, you're right. You know, it's not that Gardner Minshew is, is coming here to, to hunt for his job or, you know, that is even a threat to him because it's, it's not a threat in that sense, but it's a threat if Jalen Hurts sucks, you know, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to suck bad enough this year where they're going to bench him, but I'm, I, I agree. It's a possibility, you know, and anything's on the table, him being a top 10 quarterback this year. I mean, I, that's a possibility, but it's just as possible that he's going to be a bottom five quarterback. And I think it's probably more likely he's going to be a bottom, you know, 10 quarterback than he is going to be a bottom five to 10. Quarterback. I'm sorry. More likely he's going to be a bottom five to 10 quarterback than it's going to be a top, you know, top five to 10. So there's a, there's a lot to be, to be seen for Jalen Hurts and, you know, getting, getting Gardner Minshew as the QB three, possibly QB two. Um, but, you know, that doesn't hurt the team at all. I think, it, I think it's a nice move and you, you didn't really give up much for him at all. Yeah. And I think this is probably the perfect time to just like, you know, do our game by game prediction for the Eagles for the upcoming season. So they open up against the Falcons and I, I'm going to give them a, a, a win there. What about you? Yeah, I think, I think they win. Um, I'm not, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a, yeah, I think you're slowly starting to see like the end of Matt Ryan. And I know that offense got some weapons, but defense, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the defense. I think it's going to be a close game, but I like the Eagles. And then week two is the home opener against the 49ers. I'm going to say that's an L just because of Kyle Shanahan and in that defense and then that, that running game and also the offense. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's an L. That's a little bit tougher one for me. Um, at home, you know, I think I think they start the year 2-0. You know, I think okay. I had and they beat the 49ers especially with a rookie quarterback. Um, who knows what Trey Lance is going to be, but um, if, if he's the starter, have they named a guy yet there yet? Or is it still up? I, they, I think they said that they have a good idea who's going to be the guy, but they don't, they didn't release. So I'll probably release it like maybe next week or something. I, I bet it's Lance, but um, yeah, I think they start the year 2-0. And then the next game is the big game against the Dallas Cowboys, Monday Night Football. Um, I think they split with the Cowboys. I think they lose this game, so I have them mm-hmm. at one and two so far. Yep, um, I'm with you. I think this is their first loss. Uh, Dax, Dax, good quarterback, man. And I like to shit on him. It's funny, but <laughs> that offense is going to be tough. Defense, their their defense will probably be a little better, but um, it's you know it's in Dallas. I know usually it seems like we win in Dallas and they they win in Philly, but I think uh, this year it's going to flip. I think we I think we lose <clears throat> the first uh, first matchup. And then the next game is against the Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy, mm-hmm. second return to Philly. 
that's a loss. There's no way the Eagles are beating the Chiefs. Like, yeah, yeah, not much to say off. there, but not much to say there. But Mahomes and Mahomes and Reed, so that's that's an easy L. So I have them at one and three so far. Yep, I got uh, next two week, and two. Um, next week I have the following week is Eagles versus Panthers. It's on the road in Carolina. I think that's a a win. I don't think Sam Darnold is good enough to be an NFL quarterback. He's a, he'll probably be a, mm-hmm. a good backup later on, but I see the Eagles winning that game. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. It's going to be another another probably close game, like like the Falcons. Um, like this year, I don't see many blowouts, you know, on the schedule. And this is definitely not going to be one of them. Christian McCaffrey's, you know, he's going to keep the he's going to be good enough to keep the game close. I think he's probably going to have a big game. Um, they got some weapons there in Carolina, but I do think the, the Eagles go ahead and win. <clears throat> so I have the Eagles at two and three so far. And then they have a big game against the Super Bowl champs, the Bucs, Thursday Night Football. Um, Tom Brady on a on a short week. Um, it's at home. I don't know. Like that, that could be one of those games where everybody predicts the Eagles to mm. lose, but they end up winning. So I'm just going to. I'm gonna give them a win there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not with it. I think. I think they're gonna. Go, I think they go one and two to start the year at home too. But yeah, I'm. I'm going with a loss there. They're sitting at three and three after six weeks. <clears throat> yeah, so I have them as three and three. Okay, they have a. They have a. They start a two game road trip again. Mm-hmm. First road trip game is against the, against the Raiders in Las Vegas. I think that's a W. I don't. I don't think the Raiders are that good, and I don't believe in Derek Carr and John mm-hmm. Gruden. Like, I, that's a win for me. See, I think they lose this one. I think they get upset. <clears throat> um, just, just, just because you know they're going to Vegas, it's a new stadium. <clears throat> you know, it's kind of a unfamiliar territory, and I think that's just a game. I'm, I, I don't like John Gruden. I'm a little bit higher on Derek Carr. Um, I think he's okay. a pretty decent quarterback. <clears throat> um. Yeah, that that's when I think they do lose, and I think they I think they're three and four. Uh, so I have, you have a three, four, I'm in four and three. Next game against the Lions, that should be an easy game to win against mm-hmm. the rookie head coach, Jared Goff. So mm-hmm. I have the Eagles at five and three that week. After yeah, the uh, game. yeah, I think they I think they beat the Lions. That's probably if they're gonna blow any team out, that's probably gonna be the closest one. Just because I, I just don't see there's nothing about the Lions that scares me. But every year, I chalk this up a win for the Eagles against the Lions. Not every year, but every year they play them. Chalk it up as a win, and they always lose. So yeah, I think it's a win though. So um, I've got, excuse me, I've got them at four and four. I've yeah okay. Uh, next week, next game is against the Chargers at home. Um, I think that's a loss. I just think Justin Herbert is. He showed so much promise his rookie year, mm-hmm. and I just think he's gonna build on that. So I have the Eagles going. Five and four. Um, yeah, so I actually this is gonna be my kind of upset win. Um <clears throat> I think uh I think they win. You know, it's at home. The, the you know, they've got to travel all the way from Cali over to Philly. That's a tough, tough trip to make. Um I I just I have a I have a feeling somewhere. And I, I just think just just it being at home, if you know if it was in if it was in LA, I'd I'd be more inclined, but I do think it being at home, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a win there. So, got them at five and four after nine weeks. 
Uh, the next game is against the Saints versus Eagles. No, the, um, uh, Broncos. Oh, yeah, my bad. Broncos. I think that's that's a, that's a tough game. It's going to be in Denver, Mile High Stadium. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, because they, they got all that Cortland Sutton's back. They got Jerry Judy and then Kenny, that Hamler guy, uh, KJ Hamler. KJ, yeah, Penn State alum. I just think, I think that's a loss as well. I just, yeah, damn. It's, it, because it's like, a mile, it's like a mile above sea level. I just don't know. Right. Well, and they've got a good defense. I mean, that defense, yeah. Von Miller's got to be legit. Well. Yeah. Um, uh, it depends on me for what Teddy Bridgewater does. I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater is is playing, you know, above average football and the defense is, is top seven, top eight, you know, somewhere in there. I guess, but I do have the Eagles winning there. Um, I just think – I think the Broncos are going to be a really bad offense again. Um, okay. So, I've got them at uh, six and four after ten games. I got them at five and five. So, following week, they host the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too sure about Jameis Winston. He he could be the guy who could throw for 30 touchdowns and throw for 5,000 yards. Right. At the same time, he can be the guy who can throw for like 30 picks in the season. Yep. I think that's a W for the Eagles. Mm. It's yeah. at home. Malcolm Jenkins is returning once again. So that's true. I, I think that's a W. So I have the Eagles at 6-5. and five. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, see, I... At home, gosh, that's that's a really tough one, man. Sean Payton usually handles the Eagles. Um, man, it's been so long since we beat the, the Saints. I feel we we beat them last year. Did we? Yeah, we beat oh. them. That was Jalen. Oh, Ray. that's right. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um. Well, you're right. Damn. Um. So yeah, no, I think I think the Saints win. Okay. Um, another loss at home, man. They're gonna fuck. I've got them at two, two wins at home right now. Two and three at home. That's, that's rough. Next week is against that that big anticipated rematch because between the Eagles and Giants. Um, does the Eagles win? I saw Danny mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes playing the preseason. He and he looked like absolute trash. I follow <laughs> one of the Giants beat. Beat reporters who used to be an Eagles beat reporter, Zach Rosenthal. And then what I've been seeing from him is like he's not even playing well in practice or in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That should be an easy win for the Eagles. It's a division game, but I think the Eagles win that. So I think I have them at seven and five. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's a win. I mean, Giants don't really scare me. Um, they're going to sweep a team. It's probably going to be the Giants. Um, at least. So, um, yeah, I'm going with the Giants and uh, I'm sorry, I'm going with the Eagles over the Giants, um, which would put them at seven and five as well. And then they head back to the Meadowlands to play the Jets. That's a win. I don't see the Jets being that good mm-hmm. this year, even though they have Zach Wilson as a quarterback. So, Eagles will be mm-hmm. eight and five. Oh, I, I agree, eight and five. I mean, playing in the same stadium, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Which, which is not going to be good because that stadium's not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> so be on the lookout for some injuries there. But fuck, I, hope there's, I hope there's no bad weather. So you have the Eagles at eight and five after 
Yes, yep, same as you, 85. Then they have their a really late bye week, week 14. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Super weird. Then they fin- Then they have their first meeting against Washington at home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they win that because it's yep. at home. So I have them at 9 and 5. Yeah, I agree. I think they beat Washington at home, 9 and 5. And then they play the Giants at home. I think that's also a win. Yep. I'm going to say 10 and 5. Yeah, 10 and 5. 10 and 5. Yep, I agree. That's a win. Um, like I said, Giants don't really offer anything, man. They, unless Saquon Barkley has a, a monster game, I just don't see it. And then they play Washington in, in the Landover. Mm-hmm. That's a loss. I think they split with them. So that puts them Eagles at 10 and 6. Yep, I think they lose that one as well. Um, they could easily win this game. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, they could easily sweep, you know, New York and Washington. But you could say that about every year for them. So, but I do think they split ten and six, um, heading into what could be a division deciding week eighteen. I think they I already said they split with the Cowboys. So I'll just take mm-hmm. I have them at eleven and six. And making the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, eleven and six. I'm with you. I think they beat the Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott is not going to play well if that's a winner go home game, which it's a really good chance it will be. Um, yeah, I think I think eleven and six, and, and going into the season, you know, before this is the first time I've really kind of went through each game and, and really thought about it. So, I mean, I didn't expect to even come up with eleven and six. I thought I would come up with something closer to five hundred, but. Um, I think it really – I think the two most important games are week one and week two. Yeah. Uh, just because I, it's so unknown. If they go 0-2, which is super possible, they go 0-2, I mean, that, that changes. They're everything. done. They're not making a playoff after that. Yeah, yep, yep. I gave them a win against the – let's say – so I, I have them 11-6. and six. If I gave mm-hmm. them a win against the Buccaneers. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put – that would put them at 10-7. and seven. Right. So – and still, I mean, still that that should be enough to at least threaten for the division. Um, that that stretch, like uh, week seven, week eight on the road too, that'll be a pretty important. Because if they, I mean, they have to win both of those games. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I had them losing and still getting the same same number of games, but I think they, I think they really, honestly, probably have to win both of those. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough, but I, I mean, it's doable. I mean, this schedule is not the toughest. I mean, you got that three to three to four week stretch. Three to five week stretch from seven to eleven, it's not that tough. And then you got you know, oh fuck! I mean, you got both New York teams. Seven week seven through thirteen, you've got two tough games. You know, on paper, so it's gonna be. I mean, it's it's gonna be there. It's gonna be there for them. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. Follow me at Big Niche Funny and at Aaron at Aaron Plus Five, and we'll get back to you guys next week, previewing week one.